Today is Thursday, December 1st, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Democrats in the House of Representatives held their leadership elections yesterday for next year's Congress, and Representative Hakeem Jeffries of New York will officially be the first black person to lead a political party's caucus in either chamber of Congress. Jeffries was elected as minority leader for the Democrats, and his top deputy, the minority whip, will be Representative Catherine Clark, who served as the assistant speaker during the last Congress. And for the third highest leadership position, filling Hakeem Jeffries' former role as the Democratic caucus chair, will be Representative Pete Aguilar of California. Best of luck to the new leadership, and we hope that none of them have to deal with insurrectionists shitting in their offices. House of Representatives must be running on that post-Thanksgiving pre-holidays energy, because yesterday they also held a vote on legislation to avert a nationwide railroad strike, resulting in the passage of two measures, though these still need to be passed by the Senate. The measures include seven paid sick days for railway workers, which is a big issue in this negotiation because they currently have zero, despite the fact that so far in 2022, the rail industry has made record-breaking profits of $21.2 billion. And since all business happens on a balance sheet, in a statement by Senator Bernie Sanders, he said that providing these seven sick days would only cost the industry $321 million a year of their profits. So if you carry the one, it looks like if you round up, these guys still would have $21 billion in profit left. In Monday's episode, we reported on the widespread protests in China over their zero COVID policy which is a huge deal because it represents the first open opposition to President Xi Jinping. While I reported earlier that police in China were allowing peaceful protests, those winds seem to have changed, and police are now cracking down on protesters. A heavy police presence in former protest sites, as well as some protesters being contacted by police, has curbed the protests since the beginning of the week. Law enforcement officers were also seen patrolling in large numbers in parts of Beijing and Shanghai where demonstrations were held, and the country's health officials are calling for lockdowns to be imposed quickly. Here's kind of a sketchy story. Five cars that had been rented by Biden's Secret Service and then returned burst into flames in the Nantucket Airport parking lot around 5 a.m. on Monday morning. The explosion was less than 24 hours after they were dropped off, after they were being used to drive Secret Service agents during the Biden family's Thanksgiving vacation this past weekend. No injuries were reported, and all the cars were different brands and models, only one of which was under a specified battery recall and had not yet been serviced. The cause of the fire is currently under investigation. But it does call to mind that famous mafia movie, Thanksgiving in Nantucket. And again, we are finishing out our episode in scammy Man Baby Valley for our final two headlines. On Monday, the crypto firm BlockFi filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy following the collapse of FTX, which they had loaned $275 million, among other loans that they had made to other FTX-entangled companies that they now have no chance of being paid back. BlockFi's largest client had $28 million in their account when they halted withdrawals of deposits. It's times like these when you appreciate the FDIC. 
So of course, we are left with the big question of how over 100 companies were able to become affiliated with FTX, which we now know was running a pretty basic Ponzi scheme, like not even a premium one. It could have something to do with the fact that both FTX and its founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, and his co-CEO were seriously in the pockets of politicians. Bankman-Fried alone donated $40 million in the midterm elections, which obviously leads to the question of what he might have been paying for. And we might have at least one clue. According to reporting, the SEC was actually looking into FTX earlier in 2022. But in March, a bipartisan group of eight members of Congress, four Republicans and four Democrats, wrote a letter questioning the SEC's authority to make informal inquiries into crypto and blockchain companies, suggesting that these requests violated federal law. It won't be surprising that every lawmaker who signed the letter had received donations from FTX in sums ranging from $2,000 to over $500,000 in the case of FTX's co-CEO, who donated roughly that amount to Republican Senator Ted Budd of North Carolina. Look, if government officials are fine with fake money, then I hope they don't mind if I pay my taxes in silver dollars. The pancakes. And finally, Twitter announced that they will no longer enforce their policy against COVID misinformation. Even with the pandemic having been declared over, COVID cases are still averaging over 38,000 a day as of Monday, and approximately 300 people continue to die of COVID each day, according to the most recent national averages. But in case you are worried that nobody is doing anything to stop what's going on at Twitter, we may end up with an unlikely hero. The EU's digital chief, Terry Breton, officially warned Elon Musk in a remote meeting that Twitter must take significant steps to comply with EU's content moderation laws. Yeah, they have those. Now Twitter will need to be compliant under the newly passed Digital Services Act if they want to continue operating in Europe. EU regulations require transparent user policies, operational levers to moderate content and freedom of speech, as well as tackle disinformation and limit targeted advertising. If you've ever wondered why you're constantly being asked about cookies, that is the reason. Musk reportedly agreed to let EU officials stress test Twitter for compliance in early 2023. Has Elon Musk ever seen a pack of cigarettes in Europe? They are not fucking around there. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving me a five-star rating on Spotify and or review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please share the show with your friends or on your Instagram story or TikTok. Your support has helped us grow so much and reach so many new listeners, and we are excited to keep it going. And of course, we are excited for you to be a part of that. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.